0: listener. Hi, and welcome back to Broadsheet Sydney Around Town. I'm Emma Joyce, Features Editor at Broadsheet, and I host this short guide to Sydney. Today, we're chatting with chef Stephen Sinclair, who is leading the charge at the majestic, revamped Jackson's on George. He's created all the menus at the three-level pub, including that rigatoni you've seen all over your Instagram feed, and sausage rolls made with saltbush and pepperberry. Before that, Broadsheet's Grace McKenzie is here to tell us about a cute hole-in-the-wall cafe in Avalon, where you can snack on bolognese jaffles and watch the boats towed in the marina. It's called Sammy's, and its menu is simple and community-focused. Broadsheet's Grace McKenzie says the new sunny hole-in-the-wall is a worthy day trip if you don't live nearby. It's called Sammy's because it's run by someone called Sammy. What can you tell me about him?
1: Sammy Bizarro is the owner of Sammy's um, and he's a Northern Beaches local. He moved over to Sydney from Brazil when he was young. He's been working in the hospitality industry for basically his entire working life. He was actually part of the starting team for Josh Nyland's Fish Butchery and this is his first place all of his own. So it's
0: called Sammy's and this is his first place but really we know... It's kind of a family thing. He's got his wife involved as well. I think she's even cooking some of the jaffles.
1: Yeah, she makes the bolognese that goes in the jaffles. I mean, it didn't make it to the story, but I think often his family are just like hanging around at the marina like his young son is like fishing off the wharf.
0: It's really idyllic. All of those images of just being able to have just a coffee in such a peaceful environment really makes me want to travel and go there and get a jaffle or a bagel or maybe some toast because I think that's kind of all they do. What is actually on the menu that you would recommend?
1: I can't go past a jaffle, so I think that that's what I'd be going for and a coffee. But it's really simple paired back food, avocado on toast, salmon bagel, a few cakes and things that you can pick up, like snacky things. Tell me a bit about how
0: Sammy is connected and, and who he's working with in the industry to get his produce.
1: Yeah, they're using Bonfire Bread, who are based in Balmain, and then Single O Coffee.
0: It's perched right on the marina. So how big is this place and is it kind of easy to find?
1: So it's on the marina in Correel Bay, which is a tiny part of Avalon. So it's not a place that you're going to like just walk past or um, find. You'd kind of have to go with intent unless you're a local. It's at 94 George Street, Avalon Beach, and it's open every day from
0: 6 a.m. The majestic makeover of Jackson's on George has been a long time coming. I remember writing a story about the kind of well-worn pubs closing in 2018 or so to make way for a big transformation by Lendlease, who had plans for a three-level bar restaurant space with a futuristic wraparound facade. Back then it seemed like we were losing kind of a a beloved divey late night place with heaps of memories attached to it. But now the revamped Jackson's on George is here with so many other transformations in the CBD that it just—it feels like the right time to have this elegant new space in that end of George Street. I've got head chef Stephen Sinclair here between services, no less, to tell us all about the new menus across all three levels. Hey, Stephen.
2: Hello. How are you doing? How are you? Very well. Between services, there. I am. Yeah, yeah. We just finished up lunch service, so I've uh, just quickly nipped out. But yeah, happy to be here. Happy to do the podcast. And then yeah, we'll be—I'll be back. Back to Jackson's for tonight's service as well. Back on the pans. Yeah.
0: So this one has been a long time coming. There was COVID too, which probably impacted the development. What can you tell us about the main differences that people will notice with the space?
2: Oh, I mean, like just by looking at it for how it is, the, the architecture and the design of the building is, you know, it's very... Beautiful when you see it, you know, compared to how it was before, it's pretty picturesque and it stands out. The lighting and the artwork inside is is really beautiful as well. We have a beautiful big public bar downstairs, it's like an island bar. So when you walk in there, you know, you, you hear the music, you get the feel of just that sort of pub scene. Like And we want it to be Australian as well. You know, when you walk in, we want you to make you feel like you're in Australia. And I guess the menus as well reflect on that, as well as with my sort of uh, heritage and training growing up in, in Northern Ireland and in Europe.
0: So let's talk about the menu at the public bar first. So yeah. that place that you first walk into, you said they've got an island bar that you can kind of drink around or walk yeah. around. What are you eating if you're on that ground level?
2: Well, we have a, a display cabinet on the public bar. So it's, it displays our sort of hot pies and sausage rolls. One of them being the signature duck sausage roll that we have in the menu, um, which I've worked on for quite some time. It's on display, so it's one of the ones that you'll see when you when you go in as well. We have a stone axe wagyu pie and a cheese and onion pie as well. So they're ones that you'll see on the menu, which you'll you know you find in pubs all over. We did a lot of research and development on them. Uh, it took us some time, but now we you know before uh, sorry before we open, but happy with the end result. It took a bit of work, but where we got to with them, you know, super happy with it. The menu is dishes that you can relate to. And that you, you you will probably see on in some other pubs. However, you know, we don't want it to be just the same as everywhere else. Like So they, there is a bit of influence from going back from Europe where I'm from. The focus in, on the quality of the produce that we use and suppliers that I've worked with for a number of years, um, that, that has a big impact on it as well.
0: You're um, using some native Australian ingredients with those items as well aren't you can tell us a bit about what's with that sausage roll
2: so we start off by using hundred percent duck meat from uh, marima duck meat from southern highlands we'll mix that with some spiced mustard fruits the native ingredients we use in it are pepperberry and native saltbush native saltbush is dried and we we mix that through the meat as well as some pepperberry um, through the mix as well give it a little bit more heat and depth and flavor
0: Upstairs, there's a bistro that has this Australian menu, but it's got a real European influence to it. I've heard really good things about the gin rigatoni, yeah. for example. Yes. So what what else is on the menu? Yeah. The
2: so there is a lot of European influence in the bistro, and that's what we want. We take we take from a lot of the great European bistros and uh, sort of using those classic dishes reimagined in in a way, but again using. Uh, the quality produce that we have in Australia. So, you know, most of the, the menus is driven by quality Australian produce. And then I use a lot of my sort of, you know, training growing up in, in Northern Ireland, Europe, eating out in restaurants that, you know, I love. So there's a lot of European influence in there. One being the simple creme caramel for dessert. I've sort of had it on my menus before. It's a dessert that I love, always love. It's, it's probably one of my favorite that I'll use. We just change it up a little bit with using amaretto, which gives it a slight bitterness kind of counteracts the, the sweetness with the custard. Um, and then we do like a nougatine on top, which gives it added texture rather than just eating a, like a custard. Um, the rigatoni gin, again, is a, a real classic Italian pasta dish. I mean, when I had it the first time, absolutely loved it. And anywhere that had it, you know, I would order it. So it's one that I, I would always want to do. And just taking a little bit of a tweak again, but using gin, um, you know, instead so like you'd see people, you would use vodka quite a lot. And then using our our hamia pasta, which gives it, you know, the starch content in the pasta. When you toss it with the rich pomodoro sauce, parmigiano-reggiano, you get a beautiful, rich, creamy sauce with it. Balanced with the gin and, yeah, a little bit of fresh lemon. Fermented chili for a bit of heat and a a kick. So you can just go to the pub or you can go to the rooftop and you can order it up there.
0: You've mentioned the rooftop menu, but I'd love to talk about what the space looks and feels like. Because it's quite architectural, but you you're in the thick of it and you, you're you not necessarily in the hustle and bustle of the business end of George Street.
2: The rooftop is, has been very busy, I guess. Like if it was myself and I was going there, you know, I would probably want to go to the rooftop too. And that's where most people do gather at the moment, especially when we're getting this weather. Yeah, the, it's it's a beautiful space and the the cocktail bar really stands out. They do some great signature cocktails, um, but it's, it's definitely a, a great place to be, you know, with your friends or, you know, when you finish work, that's where I can see a lot of people are gathering and there's a good selection of what people can drink and and eat.
0: Now, you've mentioned a little bit about your experience before going to Jackson's on George. You were at Icebergs? That's right.
2: Yeah. So I worked at um, Icebergs Dining Women Bar in Bondi Beach uh, for around just shy of six years. I came to Australia, sort of spent the first year, kind of wanted a bit of a break and uh, traveling and I went to Icebergs. They gave me the opportunity for sponsorship because I knew I wanted to stay in Australia. And it was just, you know, amazing learning curve for me. You know, the first time I worked in a kitchen that size, a great quality team of chefs and being able to manage them as well. I sort of came in at a junior Sioux level, but, you know, staying there for the years I have been, I, I, I've been senior Sioux more recently, you know, working with the suppliers on a daily basis. I wanted to come here and learn about the, the produce and the farmers and, you know, the culture. And that has been a real a big help for that and and really give me that stepping stone to then take on this project.
0: Do you know if the developers have kind of maintained any of the building's history as part of the redevelopment?
2: Yeah, look, I mean, there's small things, I guess, with the staircase. So there's the, the artwork on the staircase that has those uh, long metal sort of plaques that says Jackson's on George. I know they were from the original, the original building, but I guess we just kind of wanted to have a whole new take on it. And really revamp it and redevelop it and have it a, something a lot more modern and try and create something that pe- uh, people said they would really want to go to.
0: Definitely, with all the openings of Sydney Place just underneath the building, it definitely feels like the area's had a complete refresh.
2: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, we were working just on Pitt Street before we opened Jackson's, and we'd always head down there to Sydney Place for lunch pretty much every day, um, and seeing how busy it was there. And it was, it's you know, it's been it's built very recently. It's crazy how fast they've done it. Um, but it's amazing you know and you see the amount of people that gather there in their lunch breaks and yeah it's pretty amazing and then to see how far Jackson's is, has come along as well I know it was in the plans for a long time but just those sort of last moments before we opened it just everything came together so quickly it's been pretty incredible yeah and it's exciting for the city
0: Well we better let you get back to service
2: that's all right yeah <laughs> no problem at all
0: well jackson's on george is at 176 george street in sydney come and get to the have gin you Higatoni.
2: yeah okay. yeah it'll be great to see you there
0: and that's all we have time for today of course you can stay up to date with what's happening around sydney at broadsheet.com.au and at broadsheet underscore sid on instagram Listener
2: Production.